0: all right here we go guys welcome to the progress not perfection podcast we're also on instagram live with fit for jesse what is up my friend hope you're doing well um i haven't talked to you in on zoom or anything for like probably like a good six to nine months maybe
1: because jeff got famous
0: whatever you got famous jeff
1: got famous
0: you were already famous
1: he, Jeff, you've forgotten all the little people.
0: Oh my God! Don't even start with this shit, because then people are gonna actually think that I've gone all bougie. I never. I That's reply okay. to every DM that
1: that you have ever sent me, and you, you know are what? completely correct. This
0: is bullshit. This is absolute bullshit.
1: You're my best friend. I'm so excited to actually get the chance to talk to you about this. I've been waiting with bated breath.
0: Oh, with bated. I'm so breath, excited.
1: Whatever.
0: Oh, look at all your fan, all your girls and boys are showing up in the so live. Bad. We got 90 people in here. Let's go. I've never, I've never had that many people in a live except for TikTok, which I think happened on accident. And, and that <laughs> many people, like the amount of troll comments that I got, it like, it, it broke me down mentally. I had to go into therapy. Oh no. I had to go right into uh, therapy yeah. for it.
1: Yeah, these are all nice people who want to talk about lifting. So these are our people. We're I see so that. I've already
0: gotten a bunch of good lifting questions. Okay, so you guys who are in the live, yes. we're going to do Vermont in the house. Welcome. Welcome. Hope you're here. Hope you're uh, here. Something you need to hear today. So me and Jesse, are going to answer your guys' uh, nutrition and training questions, and we'll go from there. You already got a question about what kind of mascara you use, by the way. So if you Listen want. to my stories. <laughs> so any li- so how are you doing though jesse let's let's get into that how is your holidays how's your new year's going all that
1: it was great i i've been a little bit sluggish the last few months um so i had covid back in may and i had that weird post covid fatigue that took a while mm-hmm. to go away um i don't know if anybody else has experienced that but it was awful it was like there, there was no motivation to do anything that I knew was good for me because I was just so sleepy all the time. So I'm just now coming out on the other side of it where I feel more like a human being. So I'm very – I feel like normal me again. How back was yours? To your,
0: back to your vibrant self. Love it. Uh, Yay! Mine was dope. I, I actually uh, – how was the holidays for me? The holidays are like whatever. My family, you know, we're like – we are so, we half-ass all of our holidays. So it's just like, well, meet up. Uh, here's your present. All right, good. I'll see you later. You know, like my my mom is Italian. So she made some awesome uh, lasagna that I had in my fridge for about uh, a solid week and a half. Just breaking off slabs of lasagna. You know, I'm in a surplus right now. So I don't want to hear any shit about a calorie deficit in the in the comments, <coughs> you guys. But, uh, but I probably had like, Four thousand calories of lasagna within a week and uh oh my
1: god And
0: i regret nothing
1: (laughs) i was gonna ask how you feel how you feel how you sleeping
0: i'm feeling good this this new year's (laughs) is going great um yeah i'll be honest during the holidays i kind of got really lax with tracking my calories because even in a surplus you guys if you're trying to gain muscle if you're trying to build muscle you need like a little bit more calories but you don't need like 500 extra calories you don't need like a bunch of extra calories that's how you get fat but if you want to just gain muscle you just need a little bit extra food and i have been treating this like i'm on a bulk i could eat whatever i want for the last like couple months and uh Luckily, I haven't gotten like, I haven't gained too much fat from it, but the gains have been coming up. I've been getting really strong. Um, I'm yeah. almost to a 400 pound hip thrust, which I'm excited about. Uh, Yay! I know. I'm, I've always had a goal of like a 400 pound hip thrust. So, Every, I look, did
1: 50 yesterday.
0: Let's talk about Yay. getting. Let, nice job. Let's talk about getting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about getting back on track after the holidays cuz I know for okay. a lot of my clients and a lot of people they have been struggling to get back on track after the holidays. So, how yeah. have you gotten back on track after COVID holidays, all the craziness. I know you got a little man around the house. So like how how is that like I'm sure it yeah. was tough to get back on track after the holidays.
1: So, I started. i I actually just recently hired a coach. So, I've never had a coach before. This is a new experience for me, having accountability of tracking, having programmed workouts. Um, if you don't have access to a coach, what I have what I was doing before I hired her. I hired a coach named Amanda Lim. Um, she has put me back on macros tracking. So, in the couple of weeks before um, she and I started working together, I literally just got back on track by tracking one meal. And I know that sounds really small, but when I was uh, over the holidays, I wasn't tracking at all either. Um, I was just enjoying my holidays and eating whatever I wanted to. But um, I, I literally just looked down the day that I felt like I had the energy to get up and kind of like, move around and do my meal prepping, I tracked one meal. And for me, that once I start doing one thing at a time like that, it kind of rolls over into the next meal and the next decision. So after I tracked my breakfast one day, I went on my, you know, 30 minute walk right after that. And then it just kind of carried on into the rest of the day. So I always like to when I get back on track, it literally means tracking my food. Like one meal at a time, yeah. Um, and that's just a small action that can kind of get me back to where I want to go.
0: Yeah, one of my favorite things when I first started like following you and your content is you would use the like for the next 24 hours I'm gonna track all my food, and and it was like, yep. I was like, what the fuck? Like <gasps> it made so much sense to me because obviously that like we don't we're sober. Like I, I'm sober and so. When I got sober, I needed to think in very small time increments because for me, getting sober is really hard. So like right. I needed to break things down into like a day by day, sometimes hour by hour, minute by minute basis. And it's the same way with food because we if we've yeah. ate like an asshole for years and years and years, and then all of a sudden we're like, Oh, I'm supposed to track every single bite of food I put in my mouth and hold myself accountable. It can seem overwhelming, so I love that your coach just put you on one meal at a time. That's huge. I love that. That sounds yeah. like you got a great coach.
1: Yes, it is. That is the. Um, I I talk about this all the time, and it's like this when you're trying to get stronger too. Like hearing you say you just did a 400 pound hip thrust, my immediate my brain immediately went to, I will never do a 400 pound hip thrust. I just did a 50 pound. One yesterday and today my butt feels like (laughs) I was in a car accident like I thought I was gonna die when I got out of bed today yeah but but I know that if I do 50 pound hip thrusts today and if I do it tomorrow like slowly but surely I will I will build however my my default for my brain is to immediately give up like I just yeah. have been like that my entire life. I give up on everything. Um, I and it's and it's funny because a lot of people who I talk to now are like, I could never imagine you being like that, but that is who I am inside. Is like a quitter.
0: I just, I'm a quitter. I at just, heart. You
1: know? <laughs> yes, I am like a reformed quitter. But but getting sober showed me that if and anybody who's in recovery knows this, the power of whatever you are addicted to, whether that's alcohol or pills or food, whatever. Mm. um being able to do that one day at a time literally one day at a time um has kind of shown me that I'm not I'm a little bit more capable of pretending that I can do this stuff for one day yeah <laughs> at least yeah. one day um and that has kind of helped me hang on for up coming up on like three years now so yeah, one oh, meal at a time it sounds 12, stupid
0: 12 years for me tomorrow by the way, yay! Oh my
1: gosh, it's your sober first. Know, so I well, know. I'll congratulate you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll send yeah, you text yeah,
0: yeah. Tomorrow. yeah. Um, I so some lady. I was on a like a a coaching call like a couple of days ago, and some lady was like, she's like, yeah, I've got a uh, three years. I got three years sober, and da 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 da. And I and I was like, I was like, oh, awesome. And like instantly, my head went to like, don't tell her that you like almost have twelve years because she's going to think that what she did isn't good enough and yeah and so immediately i was like oh, i don't think i should say it. and then she's like she's like aren't you sober too and i was like i was like yeah actually uh 12 years coming up on sunday and she was like and she was like that's awesome why don't you talk about that in your content more and i was like i was like i don't know because i feel like um like taking credit for that is like I like I literally didn't do anything special I literally just fucking did what like what like it was killing me so I literally stopped killing myself and so I don't feel like I deserve a round of applause for that but maybe that's like I have a hard time taking my flowers if that makes sense
1: yes it's like congratulations for not stabbing yourself in the face with a knife today yes
0: (laughs) <laughs> exactly. That's why it feels weird. And maybe like yes. other people can relate to this. When people yes. say like, Oh, you've lost like 30 pounds. That's so amazing. And you feel like, Oh, I just stopped eating like an asshole and like walking yeah. a bit more. And I don't yeah. feel like I deserve credit for that. But here's the thing is like, you deserve credit for that. You and do
1: deserve credit. Yeah, what I was gonna say anybody that has done any of this stuff is I, it's so funny. I, I think about this all the time with people, like if anyone is even interest, like shows an in, like sends you a DM or Google's, you know, like nutrition calculator or anything like types it into their phone or on their computer. That one thing is an action that most people yeah. never even start. Like they never even show an interest in eating healthier or getting sober or like any of this stuff of lifting weights, That is kind of like a, it's sort of like a seed that that gets planted in yeah. people. And then for some people it grows for other people. It doesn't, but that is something that so many, I, I always like to give people credit for even just being interested, yes. even just being interested and wanting more information is an enormous, that is something that the gravity of that is not lost on me. Um, and it, I don't know why that happens for some people and not others. I've not figured that out yet. It's not really my business. Um, but it's I like I like to give myself credit for it. I'm working on being humble about it. So I'm like, <laughs> I get my butt off.
0: <laughs> I know. People are like, Oh Jeff, you gained like uh, this many followers in the last year and I was like I was like, uh, oh, feels so vain to like be proud of how many followers you have, right? But it's like it's like fuck dude i posted every day for like three and a half years like blood sweat and tears went into this fucking instagram account and like i should be proud of that right and it's like yes my business my business is doing really fucking well um people love uh, the information I have and and like I'm helping so many more people now because I have a bigger platform so like I'm sure you went through that because you're like the way that your account blew up like you probably weren't you were just like basically documenting your own journey and it yeah. just fucking took off so like how did you feel once that started taking off for you
1: the same way as you, I mean this is is as much as i like teaching people about things that i do to get and stay healthy and kind of the mental hurdles that i overcome it gives me personal satisfaction it helps me to i feel selfish in being on instagram and doing what i do and being a content creator because i get so much out of it i get so much just like the the interaction and um, having people ask me questions, remind me of what I need to do. Like when yeah. I'm telling people, here's how you get back on track after the holidays. I'm like, shit, I think I have to do this myself. Okay. Yeah, like <laughs> I forget, I forget yeah. the tools that I have available to me. And if I didn't have this platform to remind me um, by having people come to me asking for advice and for help, I don't know where I would be. I was actually, I was talking to Alan Aragon and he was like, he's doing a a study on people who have kept their weight off for extended periods of time. And I'm sitting down. I haven't written up my response yet, but the question was like, so what, what is the secret to kind of doing this long-term? And I think this is the number one reason if I, if I had a hierarchy of people, something that's uh, like yes. the most important things is in keeping your not just your weight off but staying healthy it's creating a little healthy echo chamber of people who are very smart and very educated and who know the science behind all of this um, and re- hearing that repetition of you ol- you do only have to do this for one day hey it's really yes. important to lift weights i was hearing that from you from jordan from Marcy Nevitt, from all of these people who I sort of those are my just people. Organic...
0: Those are my yes! people right there.
1: Yes. And it's like this this bubble of very smart people who are all saying the same thing over and over. Yeah. And that has helped me stay healthy. Um and just for like anybody that's listening or watching this, that's like, how do I do this long term? It is having those information sources that are showing up in your feed every day when you're scrolling that reminds you of these are the thing, the actionable things that you can do to stay on track. That is the number one thing that has helped me stay healthy for this long.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. You created your own support network because a lot of people, a lot of people, they, and I, I posted about this, my buddy, Alex, he lost over 180 pounds and he kept it off. And, and one of the main things that he did was created a support network. And yep. it wasn't, he couldn't find people who achieved what he achieved like in his local network. Cause like, he just didn't have healthy people like himself around. But what he did yep. is he went on Facebook and he looked for Facebook groups for people who have lost a ton of weight and a support group yes. for that. And so he found support yes. in a Facebook group. And then he started documenting his own journey through social media and things like that and yeah. he got a ton of support like the, the amount that's what social media is absolutely incredible for like people are like oh, i hate social media i hate this and that you have yeah. a poor relationship with social media social media yeah. can be an amazing fucking Place for you if you're trying to accomplish something and you need a support network of people. I've done it for business, I've created a support network of people in business, people who are where I want to be in business. I've done it in fitness and I've done it with money. I've done it with all kinds of things. People who have better relationships with these things than I do, I will seek them out. And I will slide into their DMs unapologetically and be like, hey, bro, teach me, teach me how you have, or sister, teach me how you have done this. Yes, yeah. Super important thing to think about with social media is like change your mindset and perspective around it. Because if you think of it as like a toxic, negative place, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get, you're going to see toxic and negative shit. But, and the algorithm's going to feed you what you engage with right so like if you if you see toxic and negative shit and you engage with that guess what you're going to get more toxic negative shit but if you see positive shit and you interact with it and a lot of you guys comment i see you guys commenting on jesse's stuff with just so much positivity and love and you guys comment on my stuff with positivity and love and the more you do that the more you're going to get that back and that may sound like some woo-woo shit but it's true it it that's the way it works
1: it's true and there's so many of us like i i mean i've i've literally up until this point seen no i mean maybe one or two like i don't see any negativity on social media in this community that i have seen grow uh, mm. everybody is so kind and supportive and when you're trying to do something so hard this is so hard like yeah. it it is it is so hard to stay consistent and it's so hard to to um do something you don't know what you don't know. Like mm. you we just don't know. I didn't know where to go find information about uh, you know, like healthy recipes and I didn't know where to go to learn how to strength train. I didn't know any of that. And this is um social sh- for me, personally, just for me, social media is incredibly powerful and positive if you look in the right places for yes. sure yeah. um and it helped me become like a. Be- I was not a very good person mm-hmm. before I I got healthy and before I started doing all this I just wasn't I was an incredibly negative um uh, sort of like I, I just constant complainer who didn't ever seek solutions I just wanted to sit in the muck very often which was translated into a lot of negative parts of my life, but this, um, getting, I think that community and getting healthy in a community where people are all asking the same questions and they're all experiencing the same hurdles as you are. Um, I know that so many of us, I, me personally too, I I thought I was the only person on earth that couldn't figure out how to lose weight. Mm, I was like, I'm the only one who can't do this. Like I, even though
0: though it's like a multi-billion dollar industry and it's like, I'm different. It's it's one of the biggest industries in the world is people trying to lose weight. But for some reason, I'm the only one who can't figure it out.
1: I'm the only one that's not capable because there's something wrong with me specifically. I am unique.
0: Self-obsessed. Which is
1: how my brain works. Yes. Yes. And so I would go on social media and I would see pictures of people who were overweight or obese. They lost weight. They got super fit and healthy. And they posted after pictures that I would be like, who are you? Like what do you? I did not have a positive response to it because I thought that I was different and I would never achieve that. I could never do that. Feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, I was incapable. But that. But again, it's doing little things, one little action at a time, and listening to people who were much smarter than me, um, who said, "Hey, look, this is what science says you need to do to live a long life. Hey, your muscles and how they attach to your bones." and how you move your body mm-hmm. and how heavy you lift, that's literally gonna keep you alive longer. Like that is, and I just sort of started accepting all that. I was like, whatever, it's not, I don't know what I'm doing. I have to just accept what these smart people are saying and just mm-hmm. do what they say. Cause I clearly don't know any better. Yeah. Um, and once I started doing that and seeing the results of it, like I i, I can't imagine ever, i am I'm gonna say today, I don't plan on going back to the place where I was, but I can only do that today. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't, yeah, I, <laughs> I know. don't know.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love it. Somebody just commented something kind of negative and I want to point it out here. She said, Jesse has real followers because she has real results. Jeff, you don't. Bro, whoever oh. whoever you are, I hope I hope you have a great day. that's that's oh my god literally that makes no sense but uh so as and so here's the thing is like with people who want to like focus on the negative who want to drag others down you have to keep in mind too that when you point one finger at someone else you're pointing three back at yourself so if you are looking to pick someone else apart if you're looking at someone else's journey and all you have to say is negative shit. I can't imagine what you're thinking in your own head. So this is an important thing for anybody, any of you guys who have haters, who are trying to tear you down, who are trying to be negative about your journey specifically, think about that person and never take criticism from somebody that you wouldn't take advice from, right? Never do it. Oh, that's a good, I need to write that down. (laughs) Never take criticism from people. That you wouldn't take advice from right because this troll is going to be in here the entire live and i'm just going to wave at him like this hey bro hope you're doing okay oh if you need a hug man just let me know i'll give you a virtual one real quick like this there you go you got some kisses (laughs) oh okay but i want to talk a little bit more about strength training because i feel like a lot of your followers especially uh they want to they want to learn how to strength train and they want to get into it so and a lot of people start with uh i love you kelsey by the way uh a lot of people start with uh classes they start with like boot camp classes or they start with uh pilates or things like that so i want to know like because i think you started with classes too and now you've kind of moved on to more strength training on your own focusing on lifting heavy and things like that so Talk about your journey with classes. Like, what did you love about them? Were they a good stepping stone to get you started?
1: Yes. So I, I got a, so I started all of this. I started my weight loss in March. When was it? Yes. March of 2020. Um, I was exclusively doing cardio when I first started um, because I thought that if you do a bunch of cardio, that then you're skinny. Like, that's what I thought happened. Um, uh-huh. cause you burn off what you eat. Right. And then I was like, I really don't like doing this. I did not like doing hit classes. I didn't like doing boot camp classes. Um, so I started doing <laughs> mixtures of cardio and strength classes. So it was like a sort of a, a hit strength combination. I loved it, mm. loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, I use it on my mirror. I, have my mirror and and for anybody who's not familiar, it's a Lululemon uh, studio mirror. So it's a wall mounted mirror. You can see your own reflection in it. You can take thousands of classes on it. Um, And so I I started just almost every single day doing the combo cardio strength classes. And I loved how I felt. Um, I started realizing that I, if I looked at whatever form of exercise I was doing as a weight loss tool, I wasn't gonna be able to continue it because I was seeing that with my HIT classes. I I didn't feel great when I was done. Um, I didn't have that endorphin rush that people talked about. I was like, my body's broken. <laughs> I don't like working out. This is gonna be miserable. And I couldn't see myself doing that for, for a long time. Um, then I started, as I was doing these classes, I realized how good I physically felt Um, as I was lifting the weights, like Mm. doing deadlifts and doing curls. Um, And I was like, I could feel my muscles, you know, like getting taut under my skin. And that sensation was new to me.
0: You were getting the pump. You were getting a pump. (laughs) I
1: was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And so I started taking just the strength classes on my mirror. So you could do like 30, 60 minutes. And as I started doing that, I got my newbie gains. And I, so I did unintentionally body recomp. I was not yeah. aiming to do this. Um, it happened completely by accident. It was serendipitous. Um, and so I was losing my weight at the same time as I was growing muscle. Yes. Which, if anybody is familiar the scale,
0: case, right? It probably didn't move. And that probably tripped you out at first, right? Because the scale stopped moving. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, it stopped moving. And my measurements were going down. Right. And I, and as I was taking my progress photos, I noticed that my the shape of my body was completely changing very rapidly. Um, because I had never experienced that my muscle head has never experienced that type of stimulation before. Literally, when I say I was sedentary, I played video games, eight hours a day, I would come home from work drink a bottle of wine, play video games, cry, and go to bed. For years, I did this.
0: <laughs> like, oh, my that God. That my life. That sounds awful. I was winning.
1: I was winning. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, the stimulus was so – oh, my God. It was just insane. Yeah. So I started growing muscle. My body was sh- was sh- actually changing shape. Like I, I started seeing definition up here. I was getting, like, the taper. Mm. Again, this is unintentional. I think I'm just genetically – predispositioned to respond well to building to more muscle. strength training. Yeah. 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 Um, and so once I started doing that, I felt when I tell you my mental clarity was so high that, um, the feeling that I get when I strength train, um, sets me up to make better decisions the rest of the day. It's, uh, it made me feel like, okay, at this next meal, I'm not going to eat like the least amount of food that I can and then not feel good afterwards. I know that I'm eating food that's going to contribute to me growing more muscle. And I kind of relaxed a little bit at my meals. So then that made my next meal decision easier. You know, yeah. it was, it was a snowball. Cause now um, you're now you're and, eating
0: for performance and, and you're yes. e- you're not afraid of food. I think people really, they're, they they focus too much on what food is doing to them and not yes. enough on what food can do for them.
1: Yes, yes. And when I when I started learning more about nutrition, which that is, you know, I'm incredibly interested in how our bodies, you know, process food, process nutrients, how I get what I need out of it. Because I, again, I spent my whole life never considering what I ate. And then learning more about the foods that I eat do this in my Mm -hmm. body. Like Mm -hmm. this is the process of digestion. And this, I had no idea how much energy was required for us to just freaking stay alive. Like for us to eat food, when I go and I run eight miles and I think I really did something substantial for my body, the amount of energy that requires to digest my meal far surpasses that. Mm -hmm. So I, I just didn't know what I didn't know, and again I learned that from social media, um, from people smarter than me. Yes. But <clears throat> I I started looking at it as this is contributing to how if my body is like a car, like it's going to contribute to the performance of that car, and I don't have to, um, I don't have to be afraid of what I'm putting into it because at that point I had already I already knew how to structure my meals in a way that was. Not healthier, but more nutrient dense.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't scared. I love, I love it, and I think that. Yeah. A lot of people when they start strength training, specifically, they they get tripped out. They're like, "Oh my god, the scale stopped moving. So am I doing something yeah. wrong?" And I think you, yeah. you know, you address this perfectly. It's like if measurements are going down, but weight is staying the same you're recomping and that's something yeah. that a lot of a lot of my females out there who are just super hyper focused on the scale and afraid to lift weights don't don't be afraid that you're going to get too bulky okay because i hear this every single day they're like i don't want to get bigger you're not going to get bigger from strength training it's not like no a,
1: it's yeah. like no the the amount uh, i just had a discussion with this and my girlfriend who's a burn boot camp instructor the amount of energy and effort that it requires to build muscle. it's like if you were afraid that you were gonna stumble over a paint can and paint a mic like a or paint a Picasso painting or something. It doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen with minimal effort. It happens with so much effort that you it, and so much intention that yeah, I used to be one of those people that was like, I don't want to look like a dude. I like my lady curves, that's how you build curves if that's what you want, is you build in strategic areas of your body and then that creates a silhouette that looks like what you want to, but you don't look like a dude unless you want to, which there's nothing wrong with that either because I think that all bodies are beautiful and that, but you have to eat a lot, you gotta train a lot to get there. I mean, it's an enormous commitment to get to that place.
0: Not only do you have to eat a lot, you have to train a lot. You also like when we see female bodybuilders, you have to keep in mind they are like that for one week out of the entire year. But if you actually meet a female bodybuilder during the rest of the year, they don't look like that. They don't right? they look normal. They look fucking yes. totally normal. They are going to pack on yeah. extra fat. They're going to get their hormones back to where they need to be. And a lot of them, let's be honest, are on performance-enhancing drugs too, because that's there just, is
1: that. Yeah. That's
0: just part of the sport, right? So that's gonna make you yeah. look all jacked and big. But genetically, most people. Will reach their genetic potential with how much muscle they will build and they will just look better. They'll look more yep. toned, they'll look tighter at a even at a higher body fat percentage. So I try to tell yeah, my clients this is like when you build muscle, you look leaner at a higher body fat percentage. When and this yes. means that when you're at a higher body fat percentage and you're and you have muscle, this means that you're able to eat more calories without gaining yep. weight you're able to feel better, your hormones are in a better place. And like your libido is also in a better place. Because like if, when you get yep. really lean, all of a sudden your libido goes out the window, which sucks. Like no yep. one wants to have yeah. low libido. No one wants to have yeah. low sex drive. No one wants to have no energy or motivation. And for a lot of you yep. to maintain like it like visible abs, you're going to have no motivation and no sex drive and your hair is going to start right. falling out, you're gonna start feeling like shit. So Having more muscle will allow you to have a higher body fat percentage, and you'll look better, you'll feel better, you'll have more energy, and you'll be stronger, which means your bone density improves, which means you live a longer life, which means that you have less risk of breaking a hip or breaking your bones. A lot of my females, you guys get osteoporosis, are at much a higher risk for osteoporosis, so eating more calcium eating more protein and strength training is how you are going to overcome that as you get older. So, yeah.
1: I love that you brought up that you, that you look leaner at a higher weight. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I get comments like that a lot from people that when they find out how much I weigh, they're like, Oh my God, I weigh 161 pounds right now. And, when I tell people how much I weigh, they're like, I don't understand. They always, the number one question I get asked at least once a day, every day is how tall are you? Yeah. They think I'm six feet tall or something when I say I'm 161 pounds. Um, but I I have a lot of muscle underneath any fluff that I have. Um, and I, you are so right. At, after spending a year or two Consistently strength training, not on a specific program. That's why I'm on a program now, is I've sort of gotten to a point where I I need specific programming. But that's mm-hmm. a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. But when I got sick with COVID last May, it took me a really long time to recover, and I wasn't tracking consistently. I only went up. I I went between six and seven pounds. Either way, I would go up six, down seven, and then I just stopped my, weighing myself altogether, and that, and even though I was not being strict with what I ate, I was not very consistent. Um, I didn't do what I, I've i done in the past where I would get, I would lose weight or whatever. Um, and then I would just go balls to the walls and gain a ton of weight really quickly if I stopped my tracking. Because I have so much lean muscle on my body, um, I'm able to, like my body just runs more efficiently. Um, and I didn't understand that, that as you are losing weight, right, if you're, if you are losing weight, there's, if you go at from 200 pounds, you're losing weight, all of a sudden, there's less of you. If you yeah. lose 50 pounds, there's 50 pounds of less mass on your body for your body to sustain. And so it requires less energy to keep you alive. Right. So what, what I was doing was, was growing muscle at the same time I was losing fat. So that I still required about the same amount of energy to stay alive. And for all those processes to work, I just looked smaller. So I've got more of the good stuff that my body has to work hard to sustain. Um, And that's why I've been able to kind of like, I go through periods where I can be more lax with my nutrition, but I don't gain 30 pounds In three months like i used to
0: yes a lot of so a lot of people will stress out about uh weight gain during the holidays like a lot of people will gain you know they say like everyone gains around five to ten pounds uh during the holidays right and it's like yeah that's probably true you know most people do even the ones who are focused on losing fat you're still going to gain a little bit of weight during the holidays right it's yep. it's (laughs) Inevitable I see it every single year with my clients and every single year I have the same speech with them for multiple weeks i'm like look it's the holidays. This is going to happen, so when you start to get through the holidays and the new year's motivation kicks in all of a sudden all that water weight because it's not fat right. In order to gain fat you actually have to eat 3500 calories above your maintenance in order to gain one pound of fat right and it's probably even more than that. But science shows that it's roughly around 3,500 calories above your maintenance. So most of you out there have a maintenance of around, let's say, 2,000 calories per day, right? So if you eat less than your maintenance, you're going to lose fat. If you eat more than your maintenance, you're going to gain fat. If you eat at your maintenance, you're going to maintain your current body weight, right? So you would have to eat 3,500 calories above your maintenance in order to gain one pound of fat. 3,500 calories above your maintenance. That's 5,500 calories just to gain one pound of fat.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of food.
0: It's a lot of food. And yes, it is possible to do it a day. Uh, I've done it, I'm sure. If you
1: go to Cheesecake Factory, I posted something like that on my stories, and and somebody DM'd me and they said, no, if you go to Cheesecake Factory, you will gain one pound. of fat in a for day me, i've done for me, it
0: it's pizza like i can hammer in pizza like nobody's business and i think that even the costco pizza is like 800 calories a slice so, oh my god so for me i could definitely house a whole costco pizza but uh but that's neither here most nor there we're not, not talking about right. me like most
1: uh, of us are not eating that way right
0: exactly so <laughs> and it's like even when you wake up in the morning and you're up like five pounds I guarantee you that like a quarter pound of that maybe is fat gain. The rest of it, the other four and a half pounds or the other 4.75 pounds is not actually fat gain. Your body just stores a ton of extra water and glycogen. And, you know, you still have undigested food in your stomach. So even when you have a weekend where it's like, oh, I ate and drank like an asshole for like three days straight. You're probably sleep deprived. You probably are storing right. a ton of glycogen. You probably had more salt than you normally do. You have more carbs than you normally do. So as you start to get back on track with your diet, you start to get back on track with your nutrition. You start to get back into doing your walks, and you don't obsess about burning the calories off. Uh, then all of a sudden, your weight starts to come down, and you realize how hard it actually is to gain like five pounds of fat. It's it's actually really hard to do. Um, it is it's hard, It's hard to do
1: I, I was eating man i I kind of I, I did it for a long time. I would I think about that all the time. I'm like it's I don't know how I wasn't three hundred and fifty pounds but I mean there was a lot of wine involved in what I was eating, but it does take that's why I think it's important to have a period of time where you do daily weigh-ins. yes, very short period of time does not need to last very long. I did it for two weeks to uh believe whatever like be a believer of people like you who would say that because i'm like i don't believe that and then when i did two weeks of daily weigh-ins and i saw that the day after i lifted weights, i would be three to four pounds heavier every time
0: yep especially Um, legs especially leg day yes if you if you go crazy heavy on a leg day you're gonna be up a couple pounds guaranteed everyone this happens to all of my clients you guys are always up a couple pounds a couple of in here they know exactly what i'm talking about so you guys know exactly what i mean like after a leg day especially like you're going close to failure on a leg day and you're lift you're really going crazy with the weights you're going to be up a couple pounds
1: it's it's like when um I mean, so what, what you're doing when you strength train is you are tearing those muscle fibers apart, right? You're tearing them apart. You're causing injury to your muscle fibers and then your body, because all of our bodies are freaking amazing and yeah. miraculous and are incredible. They're, they're, it's going to send fluid to those injuries those micro tears to heal them. Just like if you have a wound on your hand and it weeps, there's water like on your wound And so think about how much of that is going to the micro tears in your muscle. And and for me, it was a lot. And I would wake up going, wow, if I weighed myself, you know, once a week and I didn't know that this was how my body worked, I would think that I don't want to train anymore because look how much weight I'm gaining from training. You know, like I, I had to consistently do that for a while to see how insanely that number can go up and go down and instead to pay attention to my measurements, to my progress photos and to how my clothes were fitting. Like I, we all have to go through that learning experience that like everybody goes through a period where they assign so much meaning to their scale. Um, And it's important to listen to other people, to listen to coaches and trainers who have a lot of clients who know what they're talking about and who have seen this over and over um because i don't know i i was like no i need to figure this out for myself and i was like oh shit they were all right (laughs)
0: and and something that is happening in the short term is so less important than what's happening in the long term yeah and we're so impatient with this stuff because we have an emotional response because there's emotions tied to us gaining or losing weight there's just emotions there you know this could be trauma from childhood whatever maybe we were a chubby kid in middle school and we got picked on Whatever it was, uh, we have trauma and we have like emotions attached to all this stuff. So when we step on the scale, all of that trauma starts showing. All of those emotions start coming yep. back up, and then all of a sudden we're like, "Oh no!" Like I'm up another two pounds. It's like, "No, I wait, 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 wait." I have to remind myself. I leave a posted note on next to my scale that says, "It's just water," right? Because yep. <laughs> I know I didn't. I know I didn't eat 5,500 calories yesterday. I know I didn't do anything that's going to cause me to gain five pounds of fat. Right. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so then I just remind myself, it's just water. And tomorrow, I'll have a different weigh in. And it doesn't fucking matter. I just write the number down, track it on my calendar. And then I move on with my day, it does not have power over my anything. Now the average weekly weigh in. So I want to talk a minute about the average weekly weigh-in because a lot of people don't understand this so if you're weighing yourself every day like jesse said you should you should do for a week or two um if you're weighing yourself every day what i want you to do is write down your daily weigh-in you know before you eat or drink anything naked take you know after you go to the bathroom weigh yourself naked on the scale before you eat or drink anything don't drink any water don't drink anything just step on the scale write that number down Be unemotional as you can about it and then move on with your day and then do that for about a week. And then what you're going to do is you're going to add all those weekly weigh-ins up and divide it by seven. That is your average weekly weigh-in. So let's say it's like 180 pounds was your average weekly weigh-in. On week two, you do the same thing. And what you're going to notice is, oh, shit, I dropped a pound on my average weekly weigh-in because you have more data points so then all of a sudden the two pounds extra that you gained from your leg day oh you ate like an asshole over the weekend you gained four pounds of water weight okay boom that doesn't matter as much because on average everything averages out over time so then over a two-week period you realize you you dropped another pound if you drop a pound on average every single week all of a sudden you dropped 52 pounds for the year it starts to compound you starts to make sense in your head you're like holy shit what jeff and jesse were saying actually makes sense and it's working and i don't need to drop five pounds a week and i can actually drop you know one or two pounds a week and it actually fucking makes sense because you're patient with the process you're collecting data because as much as we want to think that this is all qualitative and an emotional thing it's quantitative. We need the data. We need to know what your daily weigh-ins are. We need to know how many calories you ate in order to make decisions based on those to to continue getting you towards your goals. So as long as you just stay patient and stay consistent, you will reach your goals. And I got to tell you this too, weight loss happens like a staircase. So if you're looking at a staircase from the side, it's going to be flat, 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 big drop, Flat, 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 big drop. That's how weight loss works. It doesn't work like just a a slope going down like this. It doesn't work like that. It'd be awesome if it did, right? But it works like this. Flat, 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 big drop. Flat, 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 big drop. It's a staircase, you guys. So you're going to get a big whoosh after being stalled out for a while. And especially the leaner you get, the closer you get to your goal body weight, the the longer those times are going to stall out. So just keep yep. that in mind and just stay patient because some weeks you're not gonna lose fucking anything and it's gonna drive you nuts. And then right before five minutes before the miracle happens, boom, <laughs> you drop a big, a big weight loss, whoosh happens and you're good. So just keep that in and
1: mind. That bro. is when that is when I'm so glad you said that. That's when most people give up. Yeah. Is when it's flat, 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 flat. That's when they stop. And to me, that speaks to the importance of having a goal be so much bigger than what you weigh.
0: Yes. Um, Yes.
1: Because if the goal is I have to weigh this, then when you're going in the flat part of the staircase, if you don't see that, that downward progress that you think is progress, you are going to stop before it ever would have happened. However, if you flip it and you focus on how good you feel when you, Make Mm. decisions that you know are the right ones for you. I mean, that looks different for everybody. For some of us, that's eating way more than we're used to. Yeah. And you feel better and you get your period back and Mm. you sleep better. For some people, that's what that means. And so, and for other people, it's eating more green stuff, it's eating more chicken. It's like it's different for all of us, but doing the things that make you feel good consistently over time and doing the things that you know are, I talk about this a lot, keeping promises to yourself. I'm keeping a promise to myself that I'm going to go lift weights today. I don't really want to go lift weights today, Yeah. but I'm going to keep a promise to myself. The way I am is I am always looking for somebody to make decisions for me and to do work for me. Like you're going to tell me when, what time to go lift weights, right, Jeff? Like you're going to go, and then you're going to go do it for me, right? Because I don't want to do it. (laughs) Like that's how I think. And and um, when I can prove to myself that I can eat a little bit better today and track it even though I don't want to, and then I'm going to go lift weights, I learned to trust myself. I have spent so much time in my life going, I need an adult. Like Mm. I need, like, I just need somebody to take care of me and keep me safe. (laughs) And then I realized through all this, I'm the one that gets to do that. Yeah, I get to do that. And that makes me feel good every day. And it makes me feel safe within myself and my own body. It makes me feel protected. I can protect myself and keep myself safe. And so when, and I'm still in that place, when I'm in a place where my scale is not going down, I don't care. I really don't care because I know that I feel so good when I eat this way, when I lift weights, when I do my training, all of those things, the way that I feel mentally and emotionally and spiritually, and physically, like the, the reward for me is feeling safe in my own body, safe with my own decisions, knowing I have the, the information to make decisions that will benefit me um, in the long run. That has kept me going. And it is so much bigger than what size I am, what I weigh and that's kind of like the secret is once you get to a place where and if you if you're watching or listening to this and you don't feel that way and you find it hard to stay I don't know to stay the source and stay consistent just be like what would I do if I did think that way what mm. actions would I take if I felt the way Jesse feels I don't feel that way but I know she does feel so like what would she do in this situation because I would have to when until I got to the place where I felt that way I would just have to pretend But I did, even though I didn't.
0: (laughs) WWJD.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. No. (laughs) That could be bad.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Maybe only in
1: certain situations. Maybe it's what would Jeff do, though. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yes. Yay. I agree. (laughs) But it does. That's that's the thing that keeps it sustainable is, man, I like feeling good. Mm -hmm. I do. I like feeling good. And it used to be, I liked feeling good so much that all I did was eat what I wanted, what was right in front of me and drink all of the booze that was right in front of me because it made me feel good for a second. Right. And I couldn't see past the second. I couldn't see over that hill and over the hill was always worse than before. And now I do the things where I go, okay, this is going to make me feel good in an hour in two hours tomorrow it's going to make me feel really good and I can see a little bit further down the road but I couldn't at first it just took practice it took days and days of practice one literally like we were saying earlier one meal at a time ex I look at the all this is an experiment when you eat uh, uh when you use the plating method and you fill up half your plate with veggies and then you have your carb and you have your fat and you have your protein, like that's a little science experiment. Okay, I'm gonna eat this way. Then when I'm done, I'm gonna go take a walk and I'm gonna see how I feel. And if it made me feel good, then I would just wake up the next day and go, I'm gonna try that experiment with my breakfast. And accumulate that over and over. And then eventually my mind gets to the place where if I don't eat that way, I don't feel good anymore. I just
0: don't. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, I just don't. Have you ever, like, gone on vacation, like, since you started this journey? I'm sure you haven't, like, just kind of eaten, like, at restaurants for, like, an entire week or two. And then all of a sudden, you're like, ugh, I I don't like the way I feel because – when I make food at home, I control what's in it, I'm getting more yep. like, it's hard to get vegetables when you're like eating out all the time. It's you yeah. actually start to forget about vegetables. And it's like, yeah, yeah, how good you feel just having like a big ass salad. And uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden you get home and you're like, Oh, my God, like, I feel so much better now. that I wasn't just eating whatever was in front of me for the last two weeks. And, uh, yeah. and and you just feel bloated you feel heavy your energy levels suck you just kind of feel shitty and then you start eating yeah. good again at home and you're like this is what i'm supposed to feel like i'm supposed to feel like yeah. this i'm supposed to have more energy i'm supposed to uh i'm supposed to be able to eat like smaller portions and feel full like for me i used to think that weight loss used to be about eating less food and yeah. and that's it But like, for me, I eat gigantic portions of food when I'm losing weight, I eat high volume, I eat more volume. So that makes me feel more full. And it helps me get more of the good stuff in my diet for less calories, which really it's just about calories. It's about controlling my calories. It's about eating higher volume meals. That's why I talk about the big ass salad like Jordan all the time, because he's spot on with that. Like, a big ass salad with tons of fiber and greens and good vegetables in it it's so important and when you have that in your diet every single day you start to feel amazing and it's not the first yes. time you eat it it's not like oh i ate a salad and no. i'm supposed to feel incredible it's like do that consistently for weeks and weeks and you will start to feel amazing so
1: yep. it's
0: it's just like you have to stick with it for a while you may not like salads at first you may No one's forcing you to eat kale you know you don't have to eat kale go find a salad green that you enjoy i don't care if it's romaine lettuce i don't care if it's arugula i don't care if it's mixed greens go find a salad green that you can like stomach at first and then just have like a smaller salad over time build up to a larger and larger one add more of your favorite veggies in there you could roast veggies you could throw that in there you could make your own croutons in the air fryer you could throw in protein you could chuck in some steak it doesn't matter just make a big ass salad with your favorite dressing and start eating that on a daily basis and for weeks and weeks and you're going to start to notice your energy levels just go through the roof you feel amazing your skin's going to clear up uh it's it's just like, it's a hack to just feeling better and having more energy.
1: I think that the secret of that is so, just speaking for myself, impulse control, I mean, it still applies to some things in my life, but impulse control was so challenging for me. I needed instant gratification in all things. And so to hear people say, this isn't gonna make you feel wonderful right now, yeah. like today. It's not gonna make you feel wonderful. It's gonna make you feel wonderful if you do it consistently. I was like, peace out, <laughs> that's not for me. I need yeah. whatever is gonna make me feel different right now yeah. because I don't have patience. I don't have time to invest in this, like I don't. You need to give me the pill. What's the big ass salad pill that I can take to <laughs> get
0: to
1: make me feel wonderful? And so, but what I find helpful and what I try to tell people is if you don't believe that and if that's how your brain works too, just say, okay, what if this person's right? Like, what if all those people are right? Like, I'm just going to accept what they say and I'm not going to question it and I'm just going to do it because a lot of people say this. Like a lot of people who went to like college for this, though, yeah. and maybe they like, know, know what they're talking about. I don't know. So I, I like think that just, just like in recovery too, I use a lot of my recovery principles for staying healthy. Yes. It's coming to a place of acceptance. I accept that this is probably going to be true. And if it's not true that if I eat a salad every day, or if I, you know, eat a bunch of lean protein or front load my protein during the day, even if none of that's true, I'm going to try it for a few weeks and then, okay, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'll go back to doing what I was doing before. Um, and the secret is that it always works. It always works. And it's so annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying that all these people are right. with yeah. like just eating good food and drinking water and like moving like that is the the, a missing piece that is missing from so many people's lives that like it's just annoying I want it to be something else like I don't know what I want it to be like I, I I was looking for that for a really long time um but accepting that this is just very a very simple way to live your life in a way that will genuinely make you feel good it makes you nicer Like I'm so much nicer to people when I don't feel fatigued and cranky and just unhappy with myself. Um, and something that I tell people all the time too, is I'll like, I'll apply this to strength training. I am so, I love strength training at home because my boys see me. Mm. My boys are three and eight and they see mommy in the basement, like, screaming like a crazy person lifting heavy weights <laughs> and sweating and like super focused and hype about what i'm doing and they see that that's going to be what they see as they grow up is seeing a woman that's who rad. is getting strong right I love that who uh, people ask me all the time about how my kids eat i don't make them eat what i eat i don't force them to right. eat healthy foods if they don't want to eat it, then I just give them whatever they want to eat. But I make sure that they see me preparing my food. I sit down at the table with them and I eat my food and they will hopefully learn by osmosis. Maybe they won't. Um, But doing these things in front of the people around us who we care about, we don't know how that will affect people. Like we don't know who that's gonna inspire to, hey, maybe I might try eating that way or maybe I might try lifting weights too. Um, especially for women, I think, uh, having those, seeing somebody, this is why I'm really open about recovery and alcoholism, is I think that so many people don't, they think that um, mental struggles that are hurdles to getting healthy exist only, like they don't exist within a certain group, and seeing people go out and do all of this hard stuff, like getting sober, like going out and walking when I don't want to like preparing food that I don't necessarily, I didn't spend my whole life knowing how to prepare. That is something that I'm able to model for other people. And hopefully they'll be able to learn from it and, you know, like apply it to their own lives if they want to.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you're, and you're talking about things that a lot of people just straight up do not know about, like, and and so if all of this is overwhelming and you think that in order for you to get started, like you haven't started yet, that's you're in a great position because number one, like me and Jesse, we're not going to push some stupid fad diet bullshit on you because we've done that. We've already done that shit. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Okay. So if you're like, where the fuck do I get started right now? I want to give you some some tidbits to take away from either this live or this podcast, Whoever's listening to this and you haven't started yet, here's like step one, step number one, okay? If you want to improve your nutrition, you don't have to start tracking your calories. You don't have to download MyFitnessPal. You don't have to find a calorie calculator. You don't have to do any of that, okay? This is from Jordan Syed, and he is a fucking genius. If you don't follow him, go follow him because he he's just an amazing person who breaks down very complicated shit. And simplifies it for you guys. So I'm going to do that for you because he taught me how to do that. So, okay. So you're going to start with three big ass bottles of water per day. That's it. See, Jesse, she's got her big ass bottle of water right there. So she, maybe not three of those because you'd be pissing all day. But maybe start with like just three big glasses of water per day. Okay. So three big glasses of water per day. Two pieces of fruit per day and one big salad per day, one big ass salad per day. Okay, so three, two, one, that's it. Three big bottles of water per day, two pieces of fruit per day, and one big ass salad per day. That's it. If you guys are like, what kind of fruit? Uh, how many ounces of water? And like, what, what should I put in my salad? How much dressing? Don't worry about that stuff. Just start, Just start implementing those simple habits. And then eventually you'll get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm doing these healthy things. They've gotten easier for me. Now I can start getting my steps in. Now I can start walking like 3 to 5,000 steps per day. A lot of you guys are sedentary and you don't you don't get a lot of steps. Start walking 3 to 5,000 steps per day. Then all of a sudden you dial that in and you're walking, okay? Then you're like I want to take this to the next level, okay? Eat a bit more protein at every meal. Okay, boom, I'm I've got that dialed in. I've been eating like a palm-sized portion of protein at every meal. Okay, cool. What's next? Next, you start working on your sleep habits, your sleep hygiene, okay? So setting a bedtime for yourself. We have to be our own parents, you guys. So when your parents were like, eat your vegetables, and they're like, go to bed on time and do your homework, guess what your homework is? Your homework is to do the things like getting to bed on time, you know, set a timer for yourself to go, like my my phone reminds me when it's time to go to bed, because I, I have to parent myself. If I don't parent myself, I won't go to bed on time and then I won't get my eight hours. And I'm I'm worthless if I don't get like seven to eight hours of sleep. All right. I know a lot of your parents are like, fuck you, dude. But uh, me, I'm a single dude who's 35. So I like eventually I'll struggle with sleep. But right now, sleep is one of my main priorities because I'm building muscle yep. and I want to and I want to be have good mental health. In order for me to have good mental health, sleep is like the foundation of almost all of this. And so mm-hmm. another piece of the puzzle is, like, once you dial in your sleep and you're like, well, how do I just, like, get a better mindset around all of this stuff? Start journaling. And a lot of people will be like, journaling? How the fuck is that going to help me lose weight? When you start <laughs> to journal in the morning time, I, I literally have an app on my phone called Journal. It's a great app. It's one of my favorite apps I've ever downloaded. It's probably the best app I've ever downloaded. It's just called journal. And what it does is it sends me a reminder and it says, Hey, good morning. What are three things you're grateful for? And it, it, it asks me what I'm grateful for. And I write down what I'm grateful for and why not just like my car, my girlfriend, my house. It's like, no, what happened recently that I'm grateful for? Who am I grateful for? And why today, this morning? So it starts my day off with gratitude and then it says, what are three things you want to accomplish today to make today? Great. Okay. Here are three really easy things that I can accomplish today. If I accomplish these three things, I will have a great fucking day. And then at the end of the night, it asks me, how was your day? What's one thing you could have done to make it better? That's it. That's all this app does. It asks me like three questions and then, uh, and I do it every single day. And, and then like, Sometimes I'll sit and meditate, sometimes I won't, but like, you know, what's most important is that I write down that gratitude list and I actually send that gratitude list out to a couple people because we have like an accountability chain. So like I'll send that gratitude list out to somebody, they'll send me theirs back and we just... We have like this gratitude chain and it's really, really cool. So if you have somebody in your life that you want to share gratitude with in the morning time, it's a really powerful way to start your day. And that will help with the mindset side of things a lot. Yep. And not the first day you do it. The first day you do it, you're going to be like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel any different. But when you start to do this for weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months, all of a sudden you're like, dude, I haven't had like anxiety or depression like really gnarly anxiety or depression in the last like couple weeks. This is amazing. Like I'm starting to be more positive. I'm starting to smile more. Like I'm starting to wake up with more energy. And all of a sudden it compounds, like me and Jesse have said, like doing the things over time. And eventually they'll start to work in these ways that are really subtle, but it compounds over time. And all of a sudden you feel better. You have better mental health. You start making the the good decisions that you need to be making for yourself every single day. So that's yeah. where I would start is like the three, two, one, three big ass bottles of water, two pieces of fruit, I one love big that. ass salad, working on your sleep, getting more steps in, and start journaling every single morning with gratitude. And you're gonna you're gonna see your life just whoosh. your twenty twenty three is gonna be the best year ever for you if you start doing those things.
1: <clears throat> and then when you're done, three months in you just start lifting heavy stuff yes start lifting training
0: stuff. yes 100 that's, that's
1: the secret
0: <laughs> that's the secret you got it all right well jesse i know you're busy you got your little mans with you but i love you i love talking <laughs> i to love you. you and whenever we talk it's just like time just flies so that just tells I you know. we're all on the same page so thank you everybody for watching on thank instagram thank you guys, thank so you guys for watching on on listening on the podcast and uh we'll we'll be releasing this podcast over the next week so look out for that and uh
1: thank you for having me
0: oh yeah absolutely anytime we gotta do this again again and again and again
1: yay all right
0: guys we will talk to you later jesse i will talk to you on zoom bye-bye bye okay stop